Hello and welcome to Rando Rob. Each week on Rando Rob, I'll be showing and discussing one item from my large collection of collections. New shows appear every Monday and throughout the week, I'll be adding older episodes of Rando Rob that were previously only available to my Patreon subscribers. You can watch episodes of Rando Rob on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Rob O'Hara. Just look for the Rando Rob playlist. Audio versions of the show are available on my website at podcast.robohara.com or through iTunes. Just search for Rando Rob. Thanks for watching or listening, and I hope you enjoy this vintage episode of Rando Rob. Uh, I grabbed a uh, random, this is a literally a random item from uh, the FLAC archives. I have a, um, a collection of software... I had to look at it. I'm going to say I have a hundred boxed computer games over on some shelves. You can't, can't see them from this angle, but, uh, they just got to trust me. They're there. Uh, they are a mixture of Commodore 64 PC and a few Apple two, uh, titles. Uh, I would say the vast majority of them are floppy disk based, <clears throat> but, uh, there are a couple of CD based games. I have Mortal Kombat two, uh, on CD, I have um, Dragon's Lair, uh, a, a like one of the first oh noodle, uh, one of the first uh, PC uh, releases on uh, CD. It's not not DVD, it's CD, and uh, yeah, a couple other CD titles. But uh, most of it is uh, floppy disk, five and a quarter, a couple of PC releases on three and a half inch. But anyway, um, they are. Um, none of them, <clears throat> except for Trivia Fever, which I think I covered on a Rando Rob, uh, none of them are, are games that I owned as a kid. Uh, they are all games that I found at uh, thrift stores uh, or garage sales or people have, have gifted me uh, over the years. Um, I haven't done much uh, purging of the collection. It's such a small as I look back over again one more time. Um, it really takes up three shelves. Uh, so it, I mean, uh, so like if you were to look, uh, here, it would be like three of these shelves. So one, two, three, just like that area. So it doesn't take up a huge amount of space, uh, in, uh, all things considered with how much, uh, shelf space I have around here. Boy, I'm kind of looking at that screen. It seems like maybe that camera is slightly crooked. <laughs> I should probably fix that before uh, this week's stream. Um, but anyway, I have a lot of titles over there that, uh, uh, some of them mean a lot to me. I would say majority of them mean so, so to me. And then there are a few that mean nothing to me. Uh, they are just ones that I found and I bought them because they were cheap. I bought them at a garage sale or somewhere and I stuck them on the shelf and they're literally just shelf filler. If I, uh, found other things that were uh, more interesting, I would take those other ones and, and just get rid of them. Uh, but this is one that uh, uh, I do enjoy, and uh, you might have guessed what it is based off of the image up there, but this is a copy of uh, a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. As you can see, this is the uh, version for the Apple II. I will put that up there. Uh, closer so you can see those details. This is uh, obviously an Infocom title. Uh, this is the Apple II release. 
you can see that it says interactive fiction, science fiction, and standard level. We have this graphic of the uh, uh, Don't Panic guy. We have the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It says Don't Panic uh, on there. Uh, on the back of the box, we have uh, pictures of uh, the disc and um, the, uh, again, the, the little... Uh, mascot, if you will, of uh, Hitchhiker's Guide, and you have information about the title here. Um, and uh, there, there is a little thing that says, it tells you the rating, uh, but it says introductory, best introduction to interactive fiction with some built-in hints written for everyone ages nine and up. Uh, and so that is a uh, introduction level game. Uh, then this is a standard, which is, I believe, what the rating here. Yes, it says standard level. It says standard. This is Infocom's most popular level of interactive fiction enjoyed by both first-time and experienced players. Uh, they also have advanced games and expert uh, games. But um, uh, So definitely, uh, I definitely played this back in the day. But, uh, here, so here's the interesting thing is that I was not into Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy at all. Uh, as a kid, I was not exposed to it. Uh, I know that some people had the, like there's the, the radio version, never heard it. Uh, I just, I heard a few people mention this, but it was not popular in my circles and I had no exposure uh, to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy at all. So I did try to play the game, but if you haven't read the book, uh, it's pretty difficult to get very far uh, in the game. Now, um, when I moved to Spokane in 1996, uh, I took with me... So the, the way that my move worked is uh, I got a job and I had a starting date and so uh, my wife and I filled a 24-foot moving van, and she. but we had our house for sale in Oklahoma. And so she stayed behind uh, working with a realtor to sell the house uh, with the truck with all our stuff. And I went to Spokane by myself with what I could fit in my 1995 Dodge Neon, which turned out to be... Uh, every audio CD I owned, uh, a computer, a couple of computers, um, some clothes, and uh, that's about it. Uh, infamously, I forgot to take any um, uh, hygiene products. I didn't take any toothpaste or deodorant. I didn't take a pillow or a blanket uh, or anything like that. When I got to Spokane, I bought... Um, you know, they have those um, uh, foam chairs that fold out flat into a bed that lays on the floor. I bought one of those, and that's what I slept on. And I uh, I used a, um, a shirt that I had brought, and I stuffed it full of dirty laundry, and I used that as a pillow. <laughs> and I slept on the floor for a month uh, until my wife arrived. So uh, that, that was um, uh, kind of summed up that trip. I was not uh, really mature enough to take care. I got there and I got an apartment, but that was it. I didn't buy any furniture. I didn't do anything past that. Uh, so anyway, 
the reason I tell you that story is because uh, because I was there for a month, I got bored and I started to venture out. Now, this is um, interesting and, and this uh, dates this story, but this is uh, definitely before I owned a cell phone. I did not own a cell phone anytime I lived in Spokane. Uh, again, this is, uh, 1996 when I arrived and, uh, no GPS. So, uh, like I was terrified that if I got too far away from my apartment, I wouldn't be able to find my way back. Like I always, I would write down the name of the apartment and the address so that if I got lost, I could stop and ask somebody, you know, can you tell me where I live? <laughs> tell me how to get to my apartment. Um, but, uh, as, so I, I started like, um, you know, in concentric circles, like going around my apartment, bigger, and bigger. And there was this big, uh, East West street, uh, that led to a long Northwest, uh, or North and South street. So I would go on the East West street and this is like, uh, you know, uh, one of those, it's like a, a stoplight every block, but I didn't care cause I could get around town. So I would just take this street East West and I would go to stores and shops that were on that street. And then when I hit the North South street, I would go there and I would go up and down and they had restaurants and they had, they had everything I needed. So as long as I could find one of those two streets, I, I could get back home. Uh, and on that East West street, not too far from our uh, apartment was a used bookstore. And so I went into that used bookstore. I was just looking and right up front, they had this little pile and they had all of the, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the entire series of books. And these are paperback used books. I mean, I think they were a dollar each or dollar fifty each or something like that. I mean, they were nothing. And um, uh, when I say all, I want to say there were, it was more than three. Like maybe there was four. Like I think there was three originally and then there's a fourth. I, really, I'm not, I'm not an expert on it, but uh, definitely three. And maybe it seems like there was a fourth book. Uh, but anyway, I bought those books and uh, went back to the apartment and just started reading. I had nothing else to do. I didn't have cable. Uh, I brought my computer, but I didn't have a phone line hooked up. Of course, this was back in the dial-up BBS days. Um, so I had no, I was just sitting in a, a quiet apartment. I had a radio. Uh, and so I found a local radio station and listened to the radio, but there was just nothing to do. And so I got the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy books and started reading those. Uh, so that is when I got exposed to, uh, the trilogy. I read the first book. I thought it was the funniest thing I had ever read. Um, you know, finally I understood the, uh, why the punchline to the joke was 42, uh, I understood the joke so long and thanks for all the fish, like all these things that had been in jokes that, uh, uh, I had never, never knew where they came from. All of a sudden, you know, I knew from reading the book. So I became a fan of the series that month, August of 1996, while I was in Spokane. Um, so later, uh, when the, uh, big, I know there was an older version, but, uh, when the, uh, big Hollywood motion picture version of Hitchhiker's Guide came out. We went to go see that. I absolutely loved it. I loved uh, the portrayal of uh, Marvin, the uh, uh, depressed robot. I loved uh, the special effects. I loved everything about it. I really enjoyed it. In fact, um, uh, <clears throat> a couple of years ago, like two or three years ago, uh, we had a power outage here at the house. And um, it was just like a couple hour thing, right? Um, but... Uh, uh, my wife was gone, so it was, and my son was gone, so it was me and my daughter, and I had my iPad, and uh, 
because uh, I had the, the uh, internet on um, a battery backup, so I had internet access, and so I was able to access Netflix, and uh, they had Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and so my daughter and I watched the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movie on Netflix on my iPad while we were sitting in the house with absolutely no power at all. It was uh, uh, kind of a, a fun memory, and she really liked the movie as well. Uh, so anyway, uh, I bought a lot of computer software, as I mentioned, from uh, computer stores like over the time, uh, thrift stores, garage sales, things like that. Uh, but there have been a few that I found, and this is one of those titles that I found that was incorrectly filed. And I found it filed along with the books. So I was looking uh, through, and I was at a thrift store, and I was looking through their used book section. And then I saw this. I saw a couple other Commodore games as well. Um, but this had just been filed on the shelf just like a book. And I'm sure people had walked by and just maybe thought it was a weird version of the book or something like that. But that is uh, where I found this. So uh, you can see on the inside... If you open this up, uh, you have this uh, fun little background thing that tells you a little bit about this story. This is an entire book, uh, booklet, I should say. And so this gives you the uh, background history. Uh, it, there's actually quite a bit. I mean, there's a lot of background information. So if you actually bought this back in the day, you didn't have to have read the book. Um, but, of course, the copy that I downloaded didn't have uh, either one of those things. Now, um, one of the things that you know, uh, if you've read the book or seen the movie, is you have your um, uh, <laughs> your little computer, right? So you have your, um, uh, your backpack that has your towel, and it has your computer, and it has all these things. And, of course, there's a big ad here. Uh, for the computer and it tells you all the functions that it does which are all things that you can do in the game uh, and then here is uh, all the uh, little feelies that um, uh, they were uh, that Infocom was well known for for including uh, feelies and stuff uh, in their game oh email uh, so anyway uh, here's an area for tips here's some other stuff about loading the game uh, some final information. And then in the back of the box is where the disc and the feelies go. And you can see that mine is quite empty, which is probably why it was sitting there on the shelf and no one had purchased it because uh, uh, it is the box and the manual only, not the software. Uh, which is okay because I have a copy of the software and so I can play the game and, of course, play it on an emulator or on Mr. or any of those other things. Um, so I always... Well, I say I always, I used to keep an eye out, hoping to run across it, but now you would never run across, uh, I guess I could buy a loose copy of it or, uh, you know, of the disc and put it in here, but it doesn't matter to me because it, it really is just a display thing. It sits on a shelf, uh, with, uh, other text adventures up there. Again, I don't have very many Apple II games. Um, of course this is normally slid into a thing like this, so you wouldn't know it was for the Apple II anyway. You would just see that it's an Infocom. Uh, title, but um, yeah, so I, I um, was kind of a latecomer to the Hitchhiker's Guide uh, to the Galaxy series. I didn't uh, get on board until I got the paperbacks in uh, 1996, 
so I read them and I liked them. I watched the movie and I liked it. And of course, when I was a kid, I tried to play the game and couldn't get very far, but I've played this uh, as an adult and I enjoy the game as well. Any uh, Infocom is like, obviously, as you know, the top tier of uh, text adventures. They were always well-written. Uh, the puzzles had uh, uh, logic that you could follow. Um, so they were they were fun games. And this is uh, uh, one of the uh, boxes that sits over there on the shelf that adds to the software collection. Uh, to all my patrons, thank you guys uh, so much for your support. I appreciate all the feedback. I appreciate... Uh, all the support on Patreon and uh, the emails and, and all that kind of stuff. You guys are the best. So uh, I, you will be hearing from me later on this week. Take care and uh, have, a, have a, I was going to say, have a safe and fun week, but that kind of came out as Svisva. So have a uh, Svisva week. <laughs> and I'll talk to you all soon.